fueled by C4, Cellucor, and Extend. Use the code Clydesdale to get 20% off at checkout at C4Energy.com. On Clydesdale Media, where we bring you the widest array of content here on our YouTube channel. Make sure you like and subscribe to the channel. Hit that notifier so you first know when new episodes are available. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to Fitness and Fun in Bali with Hattie Canyo and the Clydesdale. And we're here. And we, it is, we're getting close to the holidays, so we decided to do a fun show. Yeah. So tonight is all about 20 questions. And I put out on my Instagram, and I know Hattie did the same, asking for questions. So we're going to hit some questions. Uh, yeah, Kenneth, there is a simulcast going on right now. Prodigies is on uh, our channel as well right now. So pick us. No, I'm just kidding. If you want to go yeah. watch the teens, go watch the teens. Whatever. If you go watch them, make sure you come back and watch our replay. That's all I ask. Yeah, because we got some good yeah. questions. But one of the questions came from you, Kenneth. So it did. We're nice. gonna put we're gonna get them out there. So first of all, how are you doing this week? Good. Yeah. Starting to feel a lot better and my little tendonitis is starting to feel a little bit better because I'm putting in the work and yeah, just having a good week. Just uh, rubbing some we frankincense and, and myrrh and yeah. all of that on there. Doing some reiki and voodoo on it, you know, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> nice. Yeah. There's so. a competition here in, in Bali at Wonderlust on the weekend so i helped judge with that and that was super fun what is it like judging do you find more pressure judging or competing uh yeah i mean sometimes judging can be really fun but if it's like a intense there was this one workout where like the bike calories we had to just let them roll over and it was like bike and on the bar or on the bar doing like bite calories, pull-ups, bite calories, chest bar, bite calories, uh, bar muscles. And it was a really quick one. So we had to do like math during it. And it was just a lot for me. And so by, by like the third, um, whatever heat, a lot of us judges were just like, okay, let's have one on the bike and one on the pull-up bar. Cause we don't need to be doing math. We don't need to be doing, you know, <laughs> All this crazy stuff. So it Nobody's can be stressful sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just supposed to look at my stopwatch. Yeah. <laughs> Why are we doing math right now? Uh, but it was super fun. It was good to uh, good to cheer on all the people I used to coach here. That's cool. Yeah, I uh, I came back from Tempe and got sick, and uh, and finally 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 feeling okay. Good. Like, yeah, like good. a little bit yes, what a little bit yesterday, much better today. So hopefully, I'm on the the upswing to everything. Yep, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but it's fine as long as it, what the only bad thing was my family celebrated Christmas last weekend, and I really had to push through. Like I really had to suck right. it up and get through that weekend. Um, so early. Well, like a lot of a lot of the younger people in my family have obligations with other family, like their significant other's mm -hmm. side. So we just decided to do right. it the week before, um, where we where nobody would have the pressure of like I have to leave or I have to go do this or whatever. That's fair. Yeah, that's smart. And then that, at least you guys all get to have time together, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's just weird with my daughter. She, She's coming back Friday night. She'll be here till Saturday afternoon. And then she goes to her boyfriend's um, family Christmas. So then my wife and I are kind of like alone okay. uh, Saturday night through Christmas. But we're going to go see our parents um, and just kind of hang out with them. Nice. So, yeah. 
Well, yeah, we've been hanging out with Jake's like every night <laughs> for the past week because they're here in Bali as well. Oh, wow. Yeah. Have they been they there as long as you have or just, just visiting? No, they're just, they got here on the 15th, I think. So not too long ago, but yeah. Well, cool. Are you ready to get to these questions? Oh, yeah. So who wants to Me. go first? Yeah. <laughs> rock, paper, scissors. Okay. Um, rock. Whoever wins okay. goes first. Okay. Rock, okay. paper, rock, paper scissors, scissors, shoot. Shoot. <laughs> uh, what did you do? You win. You win. Okay. <laughs> that was crazy. I've never played rock, paper, scissors on a podcast before. <laughs> um. Okay. We'll start off. I was just thinking, I didn't do like any holiday questions, but hopefully you have some. So um, what is your favorite quality about yourself? And if you want to answer not so favorite as well, then you can. This one's like it's getting deep from the get-go. Wow, starting off strong. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my favorite quality is that I think that I, I I'm just like a good hang. Like, like I people I think people like to hang out with me and just kind of shoot the shit and do the stuff and and I think that's what makes me good at like this kind of media coverage thing is like that's half the battle is just so I guess my best my best talent is that I'm great at relationships. I love that. Building relationships, yeah, being a good friend, all of that. My least, so my my worst quality is that when I get into work mode and I'm trying to accomplish something, like I, I get very zoned in. Um, that's where I have problems with my nutri nutrition and my nutrition coach because like I forget to eat. I forget about what's kind of going on around me and I don't soak in what's kind of around me and I've almost right. have to have right. someone like break me out of that to like go enjoy this piece so that you can do the other, the work part better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's hard when you're like in something and you're really in it. Right. And you don't want to break from that or, I don't know. I find with me, if I'm like in it, then that's like rare because I get very like OC or like ADD. So when I'm in it, I'm like, okay, I gotta be here and I gotta hold on to this for a while. <laughs> so where it becomes detrimental for me is like at an event, like I'll be in the in the media room, like editing, cutting, getting stuff ready to go out mm. as content, and forget that I need to be out on the floor to watch so that I can analyze right. at the next show. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For the eating part, you just need to have some like little snacks in your pocket or something. You're just editing and then you just pull in a little snack, keep editing a little snack. <laughs> yeah, I've got to do better at that. I actually had a friend who was a listener of the show text me like it in Tempe, like every couple hours, go eat. Like, and I'd look at my phone, oh, oh yep, so I need nice. to go eat. <laughs> so yeah it's very nice yeah, it's definitely a problem Those so what about you ones. um i would say my favorite is just like how energetic and outgoing i am um like i do love to meet new people and i find yeah i just like i always have energy and yeah that's i just love that about myself um and then my not so much is that, like, I'm definitely working on this a lot, but that I care too much about what others think about me a lot of the time. So, yeah, I'm definitely working on that part, but. That's, that's a hard one. one. Yeah. Especially in this line of work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But, For sure. um, well, cool. 
So I start off easy and then, and then they'll get progressively harder. Okay. So mine is I start off with just a nice down the fairway CrossFit question. What is your okay. favorite named workout? Favorite named workout? Correct. Um, ooh, that's a good one. I'm really bad with the name workouts, but what's the, uh, what's, oh, Randy, Randy. That's like 75 snatches or something. Yep. Yeah, Randy. That was the best one that I ever did, just because I love snatches so much. It's such a bad one, but that's my favorite. Number <laughs> oh, really? That's awesome. What's yours? My number one is The Chief. Ooh, I don't know that one. So The Chief is five intervals of, okay. I think it's three minutes of three cleans, nine push-ups, 15 air squats. Is that right? And then you stop in three minutes, you get like a one minute rest. You have to do it again. That would be fun. I love intervals so much. Yeah, it's like, it's one I always forget about and it's my favorite. Like I always say Randy mm -hmm. and then like, like 10 minutes later, I'm like, no, it's the chief, you idiot. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome that both of ours are like Randy is up there though. Yeah. Yeah. Back in the day, CrossFit did a team competition. Yeah, uh, where you had two two guys, two girls, um, and they had a relay of named workouts, and it was um, Karen into Diane into Randy into Grace. Oh, so and you had to pick one person for each one of them. Oh, that's fun. What's Diane again? Does that have ring muscle-ups or something? It is. The handstand push-up deadlift oh, workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I didn't yeah, hate I think... uh, deadlift so much, that would probably be one of my favorite as well. <laughs> yeah, my best friend loves handstand push-ups. So, and he loves deadlifts, so he was all over that one. Oh, man. He probably rocks And I, I did best. Randy... And then one of the girls did Karen and the other one did Grace. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is kind of cool that everyone, yeah, gets to do one. Yeah. Okay, so good one cross question. I love it. Yeah. All right. Now you're up. Um, okay, what's your favorite childhood memory? My favorite childhood memory. Um. It probably, it, so where I grew up was very small town and it, at the holidays, we would go downtown and walk the streets, you know, and there'd be carolers oh. and there'd be like the old, it very old school, old fashioned movie style hometown. Right. And you're walking the streets oh, and everybody's yeah. saying hi to each other and the snow's on the ground and all of that stuff. And I just remember it being like a really cool, cool night with my parents um, and my sister and just kind of like hanging out downtown. I have a lot of great childhood memories. I was very blessed. What's that? Yeah. How many people live in the town or how many when you were there? So I, I think back then it was like 15,000. Okay. That's still big. Um, I, mine's only 3,000. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it it was like a legit city that you could walk around. Yeah. But we we went, you know, and Kenneth kind of says it a town with a proper main street. It was just like that. Only right. it was two one way streets. Like if you're going east, you went on one street. If you're going west, you went on the other street. And then there were right. so it was like right. three rows of buildings, basically. And you could you could like walk around that middle building. Okay, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that was, and then we'd be, we would get taken to see Santa and all that kind of stuff that night as well and have like hot chocolate and the whole, the whole nine. It was just really nice. 
That is How about good. you? Oh, now I just thought of like all these different memories. Like I thought of Christmas ones are obviously fun memories. Um, but mine's kind of like as a whole, like a bigger picture of like, we would drive to the States a lot because my sisters moved to the States. We would go visit and I just loved the road trip. We would blast fun music. And especially when we had our uh, station wagon, like that thing was so fun. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like road trips to the States was so much fun. And then like being at my sister's and like being out on the lake and stuff like that. I think that was the most fun, the best time yeah, of our life, of my life. Yeah, we had, we had a lot of those too. Mostly like around That's our athletic ventures. My sister was a diver. I was a swimmer. We would travel all over the place in a little Toyota celica or something um crammed oh, in there nice. with like all the luggage and everything and they'd yeah. always my parents would always make sure we stopped at some place cool like along the way um and check that out yes, so yeah. yeah road trips are awesome i think that's so, why i love road trips so much now because of all of our like we had so we did it all the time it was so fun so my next one comes from kenneth delap uh and it is, what is your dream job? Oh, nice. That was one of my questions. Um, so, like, obviously, it's to be a professional athlete. And, but, like, growing up, and, and now that I am that, I mean, it's hard because I'm not making a lot of money with it, but it's still my job right now. Um, but I'll pick a different one. The one that I wanted my whole life growing up was a surgeon. I always wanted to be a surgeon. <laughs> I don't know why. I just love like the body and I'm not really like the gore and all that kind of stuff. Not that it's like gory, but it's like, you know, the blood and, and seeing all the organs and stuff like that. Like I, I love that stuff. So, and I always wanted to like help people in, in that way, but that was my dream job growing up. Pretty crazy one, but <laughs> I'll just pick that one because I'm living my my dream job right now. <laughs> so I um I always wanted to be a pro athlete, I thought. But like even when I was a good athlete, I would like I would announce it from the car, like the recap on the way home to my parents like a sportscaster would. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really getting to know my, my dream. I'm in doing my dream job. Like yeah, this podcast yeah. thing has given me such a second lease on life. Um, cause I found it at 49 and have developed this thing on my own and get to do what I love. And, uh, so this is my dream job. And meet cool people and like, yeah, have, have so many friends, friends all over the world. Yeah. Yeah, it's super That's, cool. And you do a dang good job. Kenneth says, uh, Colton Merton stole my dream job. Dash, uh, dachshund breeding and rehab farm. What's dachshund? It's a, the wiener dog. Oh my gosh, really? That's what he does? <laughs> yeah. So Colton Merton's was a pig farmer. Then he bought his own land and started building his own house. And him and his girlfriend started a dachshund breeding uh farm that is crazy just a bunch of little wiener dogs running around <laughs> yeah pretty cool oh that's so good that is cool <laughs> it's no wonder that guy's super popular yeah right oh man that's awesome um yeah that was actually my next question if you could pick any profession in the world what would it be um, so I'll go on to the next one. Advice for someone wanting to start a podcast. Obviously, I can't do this one, but I thought maybe you, it would be nice. Oh, if you gave anybody or a media business or something, like what would be the biggest piece of advice with you, you know, starting your own thing like this? And if someone else wanted to do something like this. So I Just think. One piece of advice. I, I, it's got to be at least two because okay. I can never give one. So the first thing <laughs> is you have to be yourself. 
you can't try to be somebody else. Like you have to figure out what it is that you love, do what you love and be you and be the best you, you can be. If you're trying to, if you try to emulate someone else, you're never going to do it that well. You have to like figure out who you are and be you. The second thing I will say is it is, it is what people don't realize is there are millions of podcasts out there and 90% of them never make it past episode 10. Mm. And when I was researching doing this and I saw that they're like, if you can get to episode a hundred, you have a great shot at making it. Wow. So it's really like just put in the reps. So many people like overthink it before they start. You don't know Mm -hmm. what you don't know till you start doing it. And when you start doing it, nobody's listening anyway. So use those first 10 episodes to like find out, find your voice, find what you want to do, find what you want to say, because nobody's listening anyway. And that way you use those 10 episodes to figure it out. And then you just be ready to, to uh, tweak, change, whatever along the path, because you're going to, you're going to realize things as you go that you never thought you would. And like with us, we started two months before COVID and our original plan was to do just to sit around the table and talk about CrossFit and then occasionally go visit a do a drop in at a games athletes gym and work out with them and then interview them after. And we did that for two episodes and then COVID hit. Oh man. So you had to change. Yeah. What's that word? You had to uh, pivot. (sighs) That's crazy, but you did great. And like, look at you now, right? It's, and we pivoted a lot. We pivoted a lot between one episode one and fifty. Yeah. Then after fifty, we kind of got a groove. And even then, we've made small changes over the years. Now we're at episode. I think I looked on my uh, iTunes like nine hundred and some episodes. Like we're almost to a wow. thousand. This is counting all of these side, like this one too. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Yep. So that's the big advice. I love it. Yeah. It's really good. So my next one is, what is your greatest athletic achievement? Ooh, that's a good one. Um, I would probably have to say, what is my greatest athletic achievement? Oh, man, this is hard. I've got like, three things in mind (laughs) I'd probably pick um I mean oh man this is hard don't limit yourself it's hard because there's a few that like make me very proud. Um, I would probably just have to say like making it to semis after not, you know, like believing in myself for so long and coming in only three spots away from the games, the Atlas games. Um, and like that was from, you know, day one where I messed up and then I messed or messaged my mindset coach and he's like, given it to me straight and then the next day I messed up again but I was so proud of myself like people were walking off the floor after this event crying and I walked off like so proud of myself because of the mindset shift so yeah I, I'd probably say it would be getting to semis and being three spots away at Atlas Games yeah for me I'm going to give you two, sorry, is winning provincials of rugby at, in high school on my grade 12 year. Like, that was pretty rugby. amazing. Yeah, rugby. <laughs> That's where you get the toughness from. Yeah. <laughs> um, for me, when I was in high school, 
I was a pretty good swimmer. And um, I was, so the way it worked, so we had, we had high school swimming and we had Y swimming. So YMCA swimming, which oh, yeah. was more like club in Pennsylvania. So the way Y worked is um, you would get to districts, which was half the state. So that was the, the west half of Pennsylvania. And it actually starts at sectionals, which is a quarter, then it goes half, then it goes whole to states. And I get, okay. to, um, I get to districts, and I'm up against a guy that has been my nemesis forever. His name is Eric, Eric Namesnick, and I beat him at districts that year. Wow. And I win districts uh, for the Western State. Eric went on to be a two-time Olympian and he won two silver medals at the Olympics in the IM. And the fact that at one point in my life, I beat him, <laughs> it's like, that's my, like I've made, I made nationals. I made a lot of things, but that moment yeah. where, yeah. where like it all came together on a perfect swim and I beat one of the best in the world that day like that's just that's amazing that's so cool it is a really cool feeling i had something kind of like that at, at cross country running but it also made me feel like man if i would have gone a hundred percent with cross country running like i could have been at the top because my second year is when this girl that i had beat the year before she got first and I had done soccer the second year. So then I was like, man, I could have been there. I could have been at the top, right? Like if I would have put 100% at that. But it was just so cool to know that like I, I did beat that girl. Like, <laughs> but yours is way more intense because like the Olympics, man, that is so cool. Well, and then we, we faced off at States. We're side by side. And it is, yeah. a, it is a duel. And I f do my last flip turn. And I missed the wall. Oh, man. Yeah. So from like, I went from being like in the heat of it to win states to like yeah. finishing like sixth or seventh because I flipped and totally missed the wall and had to like back push just to touch. Oh, no. Just a little mishap. Yeah. So the glory... And then, like, a month later, the defeat. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Well, yeah, shit happens in sport, right? Yeah, it does. All right, That's you're up next. Cool one, though. Okay, what unconventional animal would you have as a pet? That's funny, because I got something like that from a, a listener that said pet dinosaur, pet unicorn. Nice. <laughs> I didn't even think um, of those when I answered my own. <laughs> my so unconventional cool. pet. <laughs> the coolest pet I ever had was a mini shark. Like you mini. Did have a shark? Like mini shark. And it was the, the coolest thing to watch. List. And it would relax me so much. Like just watching it swim. Um, I gotta get me one. I did not even know this was a thing. Yeah, it like literally like two inches long. But you what? could put nothing else in the tank with it because it would destroy it. Yeah, and it doesn't grow any bigger though. Nope. That is cool. That's my favorite animal. So I'm just like in awe right now. <laughs> yeah, it was it was the coolest pet I ever had, and I can't think of anything that would be cooler than that. Yeah. That's on my list. A, sh a shark or a bobcat? <laughs> a, a bobcat because they're so cute. Yeah, they're big and whatever. They'll probably rip your face off. But I actually met a guy in Boise, Idaho. We were going into this uh, mall, like this open air mall. And there's this bobcat just sitting on his car, on like the hood of his car. And I was just like, what the heck is going on right now? Go up to him. And it, sure enough, it was his pet. And he let me pet him. But obviously, he knew like 
things that you had to do, like you had to pet them from right here and not right here, whatever, because they are a little bit feisty. But as soon as I started petting this cat, he started purring. And like, you know how a cat purrs, but it was like deep, like a deep purr. And ever since then, and the paws are just big and fluffy. And I, oh man, it's the coolest thing ever. Think about a bobcat just snuggling you. Uh, Kenneth goes raccoon, raccoon or peacock? Raccoons are little shits, man. <laughs> Peacocks are too. You ever seen a pissed are off they? peacock? No. Yeah, they're mean. Um, that's yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting a shark. <laughs> you should. You should. Um, so... First, I'll tell you, my daughter's college, where she went to college, their mascot was a bobcat. So they actually had, like, stuffed bobcats. They're not as big as you think they are. No, nope, they are they're big. small. They're bigger than, like, a cat, house cat. But they're not, yeah. like, a leopard yeah. or a tiger or anything like that. So I can see the cuteness value. But, dang. <laughs> the other thing, so in my shark tank was a frog, too. It was a, an it? underwater swimming frog. Well, the frog would burrow. So the frog would burrow like into the gravel. Oh. And so that protected cool. him. But if he came out for too long, the shark did like get pissed and go after him. What? He's like, I'm going to get you. So, yeah. That's cool. All right. So my next one is. When making a PB&J, which do you spread on first, peanut butter or jelly, and why? Definitely the peanut butter, because it's like harder consistency, so you do that first, and then the jam just kind of flops on top. I mean, sometimes I'll do the jam on top of the peanut butter, and sometimes I'll do it on the other side of the bread, and then there we go. But that's why I do the I'm peanut butter first, because sometimes I put the jam on top of the peanut butter. Yeah, I like to swirl my jam into the peanut butter. Like Ooh. peanut butter down, base layer, swirl jam in yeah. to yeah. get a more even PB to J across oh, the bread. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. But I, I have people who have told me that like that is ridiculous, and you do the jelly first or the jam first, because the knife is cleaner and you're not putting one into the other jar. That's why. So you put your peanut butter, then you take the other piece of bread and you go like this. And then you go into your jam. <laughs> Amen. I'm with you, sister. I'm telling you. <laughs> Amen. Amen on that peanut butter. Oh, All right. that's good. It's a good one. Um, okay. You're going to probably hate me for this one, but you're going to love the question. So get rid of one genre of music. What would it be? Is that how you say it? Genre? <laughs> yep, yep, you're right. Uh, get rid of one genre of music. So this is not that hard for me. I'm going to... I'm... So I'm between Latin and country. Oh, not country. Jake said country right away. He was like, country. Because <laughs> I but asked him earlier. <laughs> if it wasn't Christmas time, I think country artists make good Christmas music. Mm, but I'm not a fan of traditional country. There's something so about loud. Latin music that I can only take like a little bitty bit of it. So I'm going to get rid of Latin music. Okay. okay. And that's why I picked mine too. It's like there are some songs that are all right. Mine was heavy metal. <laughs> and it's only just because like there's some that I like. <laughs> I know I knew you are going to hate it. Because you like heavy metal, right? Well, the queen of... That came from heavy metal. I know. I know. And, but it's only just because, like, it's right there. When in your I name. listen to it, 
<laughs> so the thing is, when you said Latin, I was like, oh yeah, I think I'd pick that too. I had to pick one, okay? And heavy metal was the only one that I don't like listen to all the time, so that's why I had to pick it. But I do like some heavy metal, and that's why it's so, such a hard question. <laughs> but Latin really is a good place because what? I'm actually really picky with my heavy metal. Like, I don't like yeah. music without a melody. Like, so I like mm. melodic hard rock, if that's even yeah. a genre. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, I think so, yeah. Yeah. I don't like screamo. So I was just going to tell you, I used to go to screamo shows and do the whole, like, dancing where you're, like, hitting your hand to your leg or whatever. Yeah, I was dating a guy who used to go to those, so. That was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll go with Latin. Okay. So, simple question next taco or burrito? Burrito. Yeah. yeah I've always I do loved think burritos. Brother and sister. We, need, we need to check DNA. Yeah, right. <laughs> Because uh, I'm a burrito guy too. Yeah. There's just yeah, more room for goodness. Yeah, and you get like a better mix in the middle. Yeah. yeah. And uh, especially breakfast. Ooh, yeah. A good breakfast burrito. Ah, oh, maybe that's what I'll start making when I get home. Jake and I go through like this thing where we make uh what is it? Bagel breakfast or breakfast bagel sandwiches and they're so good but yeah i don't really think of doing breakfast burritos yeah when i was in tempe and in the airbnb with jamie like we all decided to make breakfast burritos like and so it was just a lineup of like sausage and bacon and eggs and salsas and and you just make your own and wrap it up that's why I love it too. Like you could have all the things on the table and you can just put whatever you want and you can change it up the next time if you want, like different flavors. And, and what about when you go to like, we have a place called Mucho Burrito in our town and then they put it on like the flat iron and get it kind of crispy on the outside. Oh, seal so up. The table. Yep. Got to seal it. Yep. Seals deal. Good balls out that way. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> I was going to go eat before this, and then I forgot it was at 8.30, so I'm excited for breakfast now. All right. You're up next. It's my turn. Okay. Um, quickest way someone can lose your trust? I'm such a trusting person. I'm so, I'm so damn gullible. And I'm way loyal. I'm way too loyal. Loyal to a fault. Quickest way to lose my trust, hurt my family. Ooh, that's a good one. Because then I, I lose all senses. Like, mess with my wife, mess with my kid. You're out. Yeah. That's a good one. Got serious, got serious there. Yeah. We're getting real serious. Mine are like serious questions for how not serious I am. <laughs> but I thought I wanted to get deep with you, you know? Wanted to learn learn the ins and outs of Scott. Um, that is a good one. Mine is... Mine is like lying but also you know it could all be better if you didn't okay so if you do something and you're confronted about it and you lie about it you know say i know what you did but you lie about it i i'm just like hey i already know about it so why can't we just communicate about it it would be so much better if we just communicated you told me why you did it and then it would be it'd be fine in the end, you know, but the fact that you just have to lie about it right in front of my eyes, like that doesn't show that, you know, 
Yeah, I I totally get that. But I'm I'm such I'm so damn gullible. Like I I look at like the backstory. Why would the person lie to me? Is there a reason behind it? Can I find like that's the that's what goes through my head. Right. Yeah, and I I feel you with that too. But at the same time, it's like I've I've felt both sides where like so my ex boyfriend cheated on me, and I knew like my friend came up to me and is like he's been cheating on you for a while. So I went up to him, told I asked him, hey, like have you ever cheated on me or whatever? And he looked at me straight in the eyes and said, no, no, never. And so like that was there. That's where I'm pulling that feeling from. But then I have another side of it where like my best friend, I heard some stuff that she was talking. This is when we first started becoming friends I heard that she was saying some stuff about me and so I called her up right away and was like hey you've been saying this stuff and right she's such a loyal friend as well and she was like dude no I promise you like why would I ever say anything when I'm trying to become friends with you you know and like and I know years later that that is who she is she's the loyal friend and she's you know so that you you know both of those feelings and that's what where that kind of come from comes from you know yeah and i understand i totally get where you come from and i wish i was more like that like i've had my heart broken so many times because i give people the benefit of the doubt over and over and over again yeah and then but i don't want to not be me like like i am just this like i'm this big squishy guy that that just yeah yeah i think it's about protecting your energy too i'm sure if it was hard or bad enough that you would know how to protect your energy like i do know what you're you're saying but like in the end if it happens so many times you know do you think that you would you know protect your energy and be done with that yeah yeah, I just, I've just got to get burned like, like okay, it's fine. six I just times. I just got to get burned a couple times, and then yeah, probably not six. Probably you know three or four, and then yeah, yeah. Like there's someone then in the crossroads who just keeps burning me, and yeah. like I finally yeah. have it. Yeah. So Good. you got to think of yeah. your energy, right? Yeah. So my okay. next one is a little is a little deeper. The most interesting thing you have learned recently. Ooh, the most interesting thing I have learned recently. What have I learned? Um This came from a listener. Because I'm I, I've struggled to try to come up with this. That's a good one, listener. If you have yours, you could go first if you wanted. Well, I think. <laughs> I'm just trying to think so of much. mine. I know, I know, like, in the past, like, couple months, I've learned a lot of things that, like, have blown my mind, and I cannot remember a single one of them. But one, I know, thing I like, learn, one thing I did learn in the last couple months, and I went to a family reunion, which I hadn't gone to in a long time, and my mom's older sister was there, who I haven't seen in probably 30 years. And she just started telling stories. <clears throat> and she started talking about my great-grandfather and how he used to deliver the groceries in this small town I grew up. And he did it by horse and wagon. And like he would go to the farms and get the food and then he would bring it into the market. Whoa. All by horse and wagon. And I was like, that is so freaking cool. And I don't know why I think that that's cool, cool, but I just thought it was really cool. No, that is cool. I love stuff like that, like hearing the history of people. And so I love talking to like older people because their stories are just so cool. Um, that is a good one. I am just going to say that... I think what I've learned recently, I mean, mine is kind of just about like myself that I am getting stronger mentally, um, like with my injury and stuff. Yeah, I gave it a day where I was upset, but then 
I was able to kind of like, just all the things that my mindset coach has taught me, I see them working. Sure. Sometimes you think that you've stepped back a couple or like you've gone back a couple steps, but when you have times like this, where you're upset or whatever, I'm able to get out of it a lot quicker. And it's from all the tools that he's given me. So that's just been really cool and eye-opening that I'm able to, you know, use those tools, especially when you think, oh, no, have I not even learned anything? But when something comes up like this, yes, you have learned and you've been putting in the work. Like, this isn't just going to be overnight, right? So. <laughs> oh, crap. Is this because of this thing? <laughs> I got to get a better you, you one. This one's crap. You actually sound fine. Um, to me, so um, uh, but anyway, so now it's your turn, and now I'm scared because oh, yeah. you keep deeper um, and deeper. I know. I'm like, well, how do how are mine so deep? I thought mine were like cool, and then also I'm like, wow, we're getting deep. But at least you have the fun ones to kind of offset it. Um. Okay. Oh my gosh, they are so deep. Okay, how would you define beauty in another person? <laughs> I, I, I don't know how I would define it. I can kind of explain it. Like, I love stories. I love people. I love listening to people who have been through something, right, and have become stronger on the other side. Like to me, that right. is beauty. Right. Overcoming obstacles yeah. Yeah. to to get to a place is beautiful to me. I and that. that is why um so anyway, that's what I that's what I how I divine beauty. Did this thing get to you? I was reading it too, and I'm like, oh, it's just a scammer or something. Or what's going on? <laughs> no, he's been around. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that is very beautiful. I love that so much. Um, so at first, I thought that mine, like when I was when I was thinking about this question, was people like genuinely interested in other people. Like that is beautiful to me. But I think the biggest thing is protecting their own energy when people can protect their own energy and be okay with like taking some moments for themselves and like believing in themselves. Um, I think that that is super beautiful. And I think I see that is because like, it is a hard thing to do, but once you start feeling it yourself and once you start seeing it in somebody, then it's just, it's, it's almost like a light is glowing around them where they can like, you know, be them, be there for themselves. Because if you think about it, we're like the most important people that we talk to every day is ourselves, right? So if we can, you know, do the things that we want to do, then it's super, super beautiful. And then like people being honest is obviously, but I'm the same as you where I'm like super gullible. So you think someone's being honest and then maybe they're not. So that one's hard, but yeah. When you know someone's being honest and true, then that's pretty beautiful too. Love it. Love it so much. So I got a, I got a good one for you now. Favorite holiday tradition? Ooh. So it's not a tradition anymore, but uh, my family used to go to a ski resort every Christmas. And we would have Christmas there. We would ski for like three days. And yeah, it was just beautiful. We would pick between three different ski resorts and just so much snow and yeah we would go there as a full family and it was amazing like I have five siblings so all of us would just be like in this hotel room going skiing having Christmas and yeah I loved it so much yeah I I picked one from later in life um and that is you know my my wife and I have one daughter and the hustle and bustle of the holidays always got very frantic. You know, our, our families lived in another state from us. So we were always like, um, we were always struggling uh, with all of that. And every Christmas Eve, 
we would put my daughter to bed and my wife and I would watch the movie Love Actually. She would pour a glass of wine. I would pour a glass of bourbon and we would watch the movie Love Actually. And that was our time on Christmas Eve just to take a breath. And we do that to this day. Oh, I love that. That is nice. That's a good tradition. Yeah. And get crunk. <laughs> so now it's your turn. I'm sorry for calling you sour. It just sounded like a little scammy. I didn't know what I was reading at first. <laughs> I know you're a beautiful being of light. <laughs> okay. Um, something too serious to joke about. Okay. What is something too serious to joke about? Yeah. Like, I'm a pretty, like, humorous, like, I like good jokes and stuff like that. So even things that are special to me, like, that's how my family always dealt with grief. We always dealt with whatever it was with humor. So we joked about a lot of things. Mm. I think everything is fine until you blatantly make, just make fun of somebody. Right? Like if you see the humor in a situation, yeah. that's fine. But when you point out something about somebody and make fun of it, then that that's over the line for me. Right. Yeah. And mine is my emotions. As yeah. simple as that. Don't make fun of my emotions because <laughs> I already have a hard enough time thinking that I'm like enough kind of thing. And when that happens, then you're like, oh, crap, I'm not enough. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so my, my next one is less serious. <laughs> and it is you can, only take, you can only take three albums on a desert island, what three albums are you taking? Music albums. <laughs> Correct. Um, so the thing is, I don't really listen to albums. I more listen to just songs. But if I could pick, it would probably be uh, Lord of Huron, like one of their albums, because I really love uh, their music and that would be like more of my chill music I'd probably take a Kygo album because I really love Kygo um, and then what would be the next one like I don't even really know their album names I just uh, oh and I would take a G-Eazy G-Eazy okay. album one of his latest ones <laughs> so G-Eazy, Kygo and Lord Huron the most random array of music, but I love all of those. So, yeah, I would I would take U two Octum Baby, I would take Van Halen One, and I would take Prince Purple Rain. Nice. So a little eclectic too. Just need some variety. Yeah. Um, okay, I got two more here. So the la the second to last one is most embarrassing moment. Okay. So when I I used to work downtown, um, I used to work downtown Columbus, and um, it was winter time, and I had to park like a couple blocks from my building. So I'm walking through the snow, walking through the cold trying to get to my building and right as I get to, it was an old building and the staircase out front was marble and I'm trying to get up the stairs and it's windy, it's cold, it's icy and I'm trying not to slip on the ice. I get to the top step and I, my toe hits the top step and I go face first down onto the, the, the marble oh. slab in the building, right? It's six six fifteen in the morning. So like as a any dude would I pop up fast. 
And I'm looking around like, did anybody see me? And I don't see a soul. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Thank goodness. I walk in the building and there's a security guard laughing his ass off watching the tape from the security camera. Uh, <laughs> watching the tape? Yeah. And just rewinding it. He's probably watching all of the ones from like everybody. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of people slipped on that. Damn. Uh, well, mine is when I was really, really young. I don't even remember how old I was, but we were in Costco. It was me, my mom, and my dad, and we were going around and like my dad and I were like playing around with each other where he was like driving me on the, you, you know, the shopping carts. I would st sit on the, or stand on the end of it. And then he would like drive around and then like slam me into things and just like, whatever, we were having fun. My dad that day was wearing um, these like tan cargo shorts. So I'm doing whatever I come, my parents are in line and I see my dad and his cargo shorts. So I was like, oh, I'm going to get him because we've just been playing around, right? So I go up to him and I slap his butt as hard as I can. <laughs> I look up. It was not my dad. <laughs> it was just some random guy. And I'm sitting there like, oh my gosh. And then I ran away, found my dad, told him what happened. Yeah, it was super embarrassing. <laughs> That's so good. Because that happens a lot. Yeah, that means it always sticks with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I did that with a woman and a hug thinking it was my mom when I was a kid. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. So um, my next one is when you're like flipping through trying to find something to watch, what is the one movie that when you see it, you always stop? And at least watch part of it. Ooh. Ooh. I mean, I'll go with like a holiday-esque one. It'd probably be uh, Elf. Elf is always a good one. <laughs> For holidays. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I have I have like a handful, but the but the like the one that's probably the most peculiar would be Jersey Girl. And oh, it's an old Ben Affleck movie. Uh, Jennifer Lopez is in it for like five minutes. Uh, and nice. basically she dies in the first five minutes. And it's about him raising their kid on his own in New Jersey. And it, mm. it, is, it strikes a chord because of the relationship with my daughter. And it just right. like... And it's a real sappy, here I am, big squishy guy again, um, getting into it. But yeah. But there, there's it. a handful I stop for, yeah, but that good. one is probably the most weird, peculiar one that I stop on all the time. Yeah. Because not, not critically. Yeah, there's acclaimed. a bunch in my head that. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Last one, which I think is my favorite one. I asked Jake about what his is too, and oh man, it was so good. Okay. What dessert would you compare your best friend to? Damn. Because it's not just good dessert. And if you want me to go first, I will. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, go first. Okay. So I would compare my best friend to ice cream cake. And the reason why is because she is so, so loyal. And I see that as like, I see ice cream cake being super reliable. So that's like my loyalty in that. She's also a very nervous person. And that's like the melting of the cake where like you can't have it too, out too long. Um, and then also she's just super fun, like ice cream cake. Like I said, it's super reliable. It's fun. You can do all the, like, I'm thinking like a, a DQ cake, right. Where you can have all the cool writing on it or whatever. She's super fun. And I said, delicious. I don't know how she tastes. Don't start something 
<laughs> you can't finish it, but yeah, she's just super fun and yeah, ice cream cake. <laughs> uh, so th this is going to be weird. Like, I think the best <laughs> of him is like a gobstopper. Oh, um, like. No matter well, what happens, that. that's cool, no matter what happens, he's always there, and he's like, <laughs> he's and he's a rock, like, like loyal. Like if you said, "Hey, I need help, and I've got to drive cross country to get this," he'd be like, "All right, let's hop in a truck, let's go," like in a heartbeat. I love that. And and so gobstoppers are everlasting and that that is that describes him to a T. He's just everlasting. That is such a good one. I hope he sees this. That is such a good one. Yeah, he's he's just the best dude ever. So I have one more. Because you went first. Okay. And this one is yeah. to finish this show with this title and that you're in a halfway across the world and that is what is the best place you have ever visited ooh there's been so many um uh probably like obviously Bali because of the people, but like I think I think probably Peru because also the people were amazing and we were able to go see like Machu Picchu. We did a really cool hike up Rainbow Mountain, um, and just like the oldness of it. Like we stayed in Cusco and it was just so beautiful. And yeah, Peru was pretty pretty amazing. And I love like Central and south america so uh, there's so many there's too many that was too hard <laughs> but i'll pick peru that's cool yeah <laughs> yeah for me not like i don't have anything that interesting i say that i just haven't been around the world like you but i have been around the country and probably the best place i ever visited was my wife and i after my daughter graduated, decided to take a trip just for ourselves. And we went to Kentucky and went through the bourbon trail. And, mm, and it wasn't the bourbon. It was being with my wife and um, going through the mountains. And it's also where thoroughbred racehorses are bred. And so you're oh. driving and you're seeing this beautiful these beautiful farms with these beautiful horses and the, like these, the barns were nicer than my house. And, and then the distilleries where the, where all the bourbon is made, like some of them were super bougie. Some of them were super blue collar. Like it was just depending on where you were, it was just a different feel and vibe. And, and just getting to kind of like, there was a moment where we're at Woodford reserve distillery and we're just rocking in a rocking chair on the back porch overlooking uh, oh, a valley wow. and and just having that. some ice cream like it was just simple and it was I awesome. love that and honestly yeah like traveling the world is amazing but you also right in your backyard like like you said like it's still in the states but that's amazing there's so many places to see and one place that popped right into my eye or my mind when you were talking about that was yosemite like yosemite is a few hours away from where i live and that was also one of the coolest places i've ever been to you know and it's just like you don't have to travel far to go to some really cool places so that's yeah, awesome I, agree. I love that how far away is that is that from you you guys drove there yeah. Yeah. So we went, we yeah. went, so I live in Columbus, Ohio. It's like two hours to Kentucky. Then you drive down through Kentucky. We did the bourbon okay. trail, went into Tennessee, then went to Nashville. Okay. Like we just kept driving down South nice. and seeing things. 
And there's like weird stuff along the way. Like on the on on the trail, there's a Corvette museum. Like just a museum of Corvette. Right, yeah. Yeah. It's just a fun trip. I love road trips. Because you just never know. And it's so fun to not have a schedule and then you just get to stop wherever you want. Like I did a road trip all by myself to BC. And whatever cool little town or market or whatever I found, or like cool little river, I would stop, put my feet in the river, do a little reading. I'd go to this market and I just, you know, I didn't have a schedule. I stopped wherever I wanted. And it was so, so fun. I love that. So much fun. Well, this has been fun. This is our longest show yet. yet. And here we are. So I will let you go because you have not eaten yet. Hopefully you'll go get a great big yeah, gigantic burrito with all the good stuff <laughs> in the middle and then, and someone to flatten it out and seal it up. We're actually getting burritos tonight. We're going to a Mexican uh, restaurant. I love burritos. I'm so excited. Well, with that, thank everybody, thank you so much for being here. Uh, not taxidermy deer. Thanks for being here. Uh, gobstopper, you got to suck it or you'll break your teeth off. And the only reason I put you in a timeout is you were coming in so fast and furious. We could not, we, you were getting distracted. So I just had to give you a timeout just so we could yeah. finish the questions in under two hours. But with that, I hope you enjoy your night in the woods <laughs> and we will see everybody next time on Fitness and Fun in Bali with Hattie Canyo. Bye, guys. Bye. C4 Energy, Extend, and Cellucor are delivering the most effective, best tasting, and highest quality products for you. Get 20% off when you use the code Clydesdale at checkout at C4Energy.com. That's C4Energy.com. And now back to the interview.